Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, everybody? I am Kaylin, the host of Kaylin's Coffee Talk podcast, where I like to create a virtual digital space where you can imagine coming to a virtual content cafe, sitting down and having comforting conversations over a cup of whatever you like. You can listen while you're walking or driving. Anytime you need a friend, anytime you need a comforting place where you could brew up a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and sit down and just feel like you have a good friend on the internet that's talking about the things that you would like to hear or talk about, this is your spot and I'm your gal. Next time you grab that cup of coffee or that cup of tea or are going for that walk and want some comforting companionship, then be sure to come on over to Kalen's Coffee Talk. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. Hey guys, welcome to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bellotti. I'm a self-employed graphic designer living here in New York City, and every Thursday I mix together stories from the past and present to dig deeper into the history behind world-famous events, discover the truth about popular myths, and reveal the psychology behind everyday life experiences. So with your favorite cocktail in hand, join me and subscribe to Thick and Thin for free today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on new episodes. Check it out. The secretary bird. Secretary bird. Secretary bird. Okay. Does it do like some light filing and scheduling? Yes. Is that what? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's why it has the name. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Random Theory. Hi. For those of you watching on YouTube, it probably looks very funky. I'm literally yeah. in a white box and. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting where we normally are, but the camera is a little different, and I'm lonely in in the shot. I'm the yeah. only one here. <laughs> Josh is holding down the fort back in Utah. Yeah, that's for sure. Grace is in New York currently. Officially made the move. That Officially is what I have done. Moved to New York. Officially. Uh, done the thing you, uh, you not... guys should have seen me i was walking around my room trying to find a place that didn't echo so you didn't have to just like <laughs> hear the echo and so i i settled on um my closet and bathroom space so that's a good, i'm sitting that's a good, on the floor good spot there yeah <laughs> it's wonderful um so you're not you're, you're coming back i am coming back yes you'll be yeah you'll be back to film regular t-core videos Yep. Um, but we needed to get some podcasts done. Mm -hmm. So we are doing it the uh, work from home remote <laughs> Zoom way. Yes, as one does nowadays. Ho hopefully everything is good. Hopefully the audio is good. I honestly wanted to, because um, you had said you were going to record in your closet. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to also be in my closet at my house <laughs> and just have us both like surrounded by clothes. Hi, we, we record podcasts in our closets now. <laughs> also, for uh, people looking at my angle on YouTube, uh, check out the new sign 
down in the bottom corner here. It it will be hung up where our old sign was on the grass wall, Um, but it was too much work for me to hang it up right now. So (laughs) I just threw it it against the wall down here, Uh, but it is a neon um, random theory beaker logo sign. It looks sick. It looks really cool. It literally looks so sick. Yeah, I'm very I can't wait to see it on the wall. Uh, well, I, I mean, we just kind of caught up. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Know. I mean, nothing Nothing new is up. Uh, just yeah. getting settled, getting comfortable, figuring out the city. Yeah. Uh, found the Home Depot, which is That's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's super important, especially <laughs> for T-Core. So that was good. And now I'm just settling. I feel like we're nesting. We're trying to figure out our apartment, where stuff goes nice. and all that good stuff. You know how long that takes. I feel like we won't really be settled here until like January, February. So sure. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> nice. We're making do. Yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff for all, all around here. What about you? What's new uh, with you? You know, more band stuff, always ongoing, playing shows. Yeah. You guys have been um, all over. We filmed a podcast literally like an hour before I had to be on an airplane. <laughs> the last podcast we filmed. Uh, I'm was so in, shocked you made the flight. Dude, it was tight. Yeah, we went to Colorado um, and played a show. and then, Was it rad? Yeah, it wasn't bad, actually. The venue was really nice. nice. And there were some really nice, like the crowd was pretty good. And there were some really nice people. We sold like a bunch of merch to people. And it was really cool. And we also just got an email um we're we're playing a show at the end of september here in utah at our normal venue that we always play at called valor valor um yes and we got an email from someone like an older lady not older i don't know how old she is but like 50 her and her husband who saw us at the place in colorado and they i don't know if they're like coming here for other reasons but they said like hey we're gonna be at your show in Provo here in Utah. Shut up. That's oh, so exciting. Like, nice. That's so sick. Yeah. So that's fun. That's really cool that we're uh yeah, we're branching out, making making some fans other places. So I love Same. it, other than Utah. All right. So ratings and reviews. These are coming from Apple Podcast. Apple um, Podcast. If you want your rating and review read, jump over there, drop one. Uh we're asking for genuine review or a knock knock joke or a podcast suggestion or all of the above some people like do like a massive uh, (laughs) book a book which is awesome that's great we love it but if you want yours read shout it out on the podcast jump over to apple podcast and drop one there all right here's my review Uh, all right i'm ready they titled it my rating and review wonder what a title (laughs) um and the name is GCGDGDHHD. They said, I've been here since Grant and I love this podcast. I listen to it while I go to bed. And also, my knock knock joke is. Hold on, wait. They listen to us before they go to bed? That is what they said, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I could, I could never listen to us before bed. I couldn't either. Um, anyway, their joke. They say, okay. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? What? A stick. <laughs> sure. Could you imagine just throwing a boomerang and being like, come back. Come and back. someone just coming up to you and be like, that was a stick, bro. That really? wasn't a boomerang. You, you that was just a stick. You just threw a stick, man. That was, that was not a boomerang. And it isn't coming back. <laughs> yeah. And then they also Thank said, you. 
Uh, P.S. I have a great idea. I know you did one on space flight, so maybe do one on electricity. Oh, interesting. Electricity. That would be really cool. Electricity yeah. is very underappreciated. Let's yeah. be honest. I think it, yeah, it's very like people just take it for granted. You know, they don't really yeah. know how it works or like what it, it does. Like it is what it is. All right, mine comes from TCAM twenty seven. Okay. And they labeled it pork. Okay. They said. Just listen to the Pork is Not White Meat podcast. Mm. In a story of funny timing, last night my mom and I were explaining red meat versus dark slash white meat poultry uh, to my father. I simplified by saying red meat is basically all mammals and my mom corrected me by saying pork is white meat. It was funny to tell my mom the next day that I was right all along. Oh. Ha ha ha. Here we are. This is the random theory. We're here to prove everyone <laughs> wrong we're, we're, we're here to give you facts to tell your uh family <laughs> we are here wrong. to be those annoying people that so you can be like actually that yeah. is not right <laughs> we are just trying to create a group of people that are those people at a party but listen if you listen to our podcast you will probably be so good at trivia i hope truthfully yeah. you would be so good at like just random trivia honestly very random stuff yeah for sure yeah <laughs> but that's what we do around here so i'm glad it's random yeah okay thank you guys so much for your ratings and reviews we really appreciate it, it helps out the podcast more than you know uh and if you find a podcast that you find interesting or you find some information that you want to share with someone make sure you send them this podcast because that would mean the world to us it's how we get the podcast out there spread awareness and increase knowledge nice because everyone needs a little bit of random knowledge in their life I think so. So today we are going to be talking about what it takes for animals to catch their food. And I'm not talking the typical run it down, wear it out hunting. Yeah. These are the most unique hunters that you will ever come across. Okay. In the animal kingdom. The unique hunters. Yeah. So we're not relying on this tried and true method of outrunning, outweighing, yeah. outmuscling our prey. It's a hungry world out there. Let's be very clear. Sure. And there are more than size or speed to get a piece of the pie or the okay. antelope, you know. Yeah, yeah. So these are the animal kingdom's most unusual hunting strategies so that they can eat. Let them eat cake. <laughs> Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. That's Amazon.com slash Hiring Day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, my name is Selena, and you might know me as Selena Spooky Boo from TikTok. I have 25 million followers who watch me sleepwalk and be weird on the internet. Would you have guessed that I have a podcast about all things that go bump in the night? <laughs> Obviously. It is everything spooky, everything creepy, everything dark, and hey, a little bit disturbing. So if you like podcasts that dive deep into paranormal things, murdery things and beyond then you are going to love the haunted estate the haunted estate podcast is available on all platforms and i think you're gonna like it boo 
it's me, Trixie Mattel, skinny legend and the only girl who can orgasm directly from efficient air conditioning. And me, Katya Zemolochkova, the self-proclaimed sweatiest woman in showbiz, reminding you to subscribe to the Bald and Beautiful podcast. Tune in as we explore personal and societal relationships with beauty standards, body image, and butt plugs. And how all of this affects our sex lives with all of our gorgeous guests. Go subscribe to the Bald and the Beautiful with Trixie and Katya on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So what you're saying is, is we're back to being an animal podcast now. Oh, we are an animal podcast today. Hardcore. All right. No doubt about it. Okay. I mean, let's be honest here. I've said this a thousand times. Dinner is dinner. Food is food. To me, it doesn't matter what my food looks like. It's all going to the same place. So for these animals, they don't care if they have tricked it, tased it, punched it, paralyzed it, spit at it, knocked it over, stomped on it. These animals do not care. (laughs) Tased it? Tased it. Wow. The first critter we're going to speak of is the Amazonian giant centipede. That sounds gross. I had chills writing this whole podcast. Like, I did not love it. I'm going to be honest. To know these creatures exist in this world. And like, these are only a couple of them that I found fascinating. Like, it gets, it's, it's gnarly out there. From its perch on cave ceiling. So this is good. These guys exist in caves, which okay. is nice. Well, caves, yeah, I already hated caves, so I'm yep. okay. You're yeah. good. You're good. I'm good. This foot long. Oh, no. Foot long insect uses venomous claws to stab passing bats and paralyze them. Bats. Bats. Freaking bats, man. This foot long wow. centipede eats bats. Wow. It stabs them. Stabs them. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah, that's terrifying. I hate centipedes, by the way. Like disgusting. The ones we normally have around, I guess are they're fine. They're not like a dane you know, they're they're not like a foot long stabby dude, but um they're just gross. They're gross looking. It is the largest centipede species in the world. Okay. With a link exceeding 30 centimeters. Most of them that have been found in mu- like their museums now, they've been five to nine inches long. However, they have found some that have been um, 11 inches and 12 inches. A Dude, freaking foot long. I don't centipede. even know what I would do if I encountered one of those. Get this the carnivorous, it's a carnivore. Okay. <laughs> it's a carnivore. Sure, yeah. Anthropod uses its powerful venom to feast on small rodents and larger insects, reptiles, and other centipedes. This thing does not care. Oh, like, dude. I looked it up. I, I Googled it. No, don't Google it. Holy. This is the one. Is <laughs> it not? Sends chills up your spine, huh? It is horrible. It's gnarly looking. Like if you look it, it up, it's gnarly. Like it's disgusting. It's gnarly looking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So its long, flattened body has up to twenty-seven segments, with twenty-one pairs of legs. Ah, oh, it's too many legs. And the first pair of legs on its body, get this, mm-hmm. double as claws. Oh, sure. Which it uses to lunge at prey and administer the venom. Oh my gosh. Here's a good thing for us in the U.S. You're not going to okay. find them on the mainland, which is okay. exciting. You will find them, though, in northern 
Colombia, northern Venezuela, as well as nearby islands of Aruba tr- and Trinidad. Okay. However, older specimens have been labeled as originating in the U.S. Virgin Islands, like Haiti, Mexico, and Honduras as well. The fact that it can prey on small mammals yeah. is terrifying. And then once it has killed the thing that it's trying to eat... Yeah, once it's it can, par- paralyzed it? Yeah, once it's paralyzed laying on the cave floor... Okay. It only takes it 60 minutes to eat it. 60 minutes? That's it. Oh. By the time you're God. done listening to this podcast, it will have almost eaten a full bag. It's had a, it's had a full meal. A full meal. A centipede. A centipede. A foot long... <laughs> paralyzing centipede yeah next time you get a subway sandwich just imagine oh my god it's as big as a subway sandwich (laughs) or your jimmy john sub you always get josh yeah well just ruin that yeah (laughs) can never have one of those again never having one of those again yeah okay so i think to me this is like the nastiest out of all of them okay the rest of them are all we got the we, nasty one out of the way. We started strong. Yeah, we started real strong. But literally okay. the last animal on this list is one of yeah. your favorites, Josh. Oh. This is my favorite animal on the list, to be completely honest with you guys. Uh, it is called the secretary bird. Secretary bird. Secretary bird. They okay. don't know how it got its name, which is funny. Okay. Does it do like Hands down. some light filing and... Scheduling? Yes. Is that what? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's why it has the name? Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's its Latin name is Sagittarius Serpentarius, um, which means archer of snakes. Interesting. It is an African primarily terrestrial bird of prey, and it's related to birds like vultures, hawks, and herrings. It has a distinct appearance like if you can look this bird up it is like a mosh-up of all like it is a mosh-up like it has the body of an eagle but the legs of a crane it's 4.2 feet tall oh my gosh that's a tall bird that's a big bird (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh i just looked it up what is the head and the feathers (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's like it woke up and has like some gnarly bed head yeah like like, did not comb that down yet no 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 that's great uh so they use their very large wingspans to distract the snake also their wingspan is 6.5 feet long holy crap so they're 4.2 feet tall but their wingspan is 6.5 feet which is 6.5 that's huge yeah that's massive like that's taller than most humans yeah so they use their large wingspan to distract snakes, okay. which is interesting. While their scaly legs prevent the snake bites, while yeah. they stomp the ever-living life <laughs> out of their prey. <laughs> they stomp it. They stomp their prey to death. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, okay, there is so there's a a Reddit subreddit called Nature is Metal. If this thing is not on there, I don't know what is, because that sounds like the most metal thing in the world. They've used this stomping technique, this hunting technique, to kill juvenile cheetahs along with baby gazelles. (laughs) A bird killing a cheetah. Yes. That's wild. What's crazy is they don't fly. They're one of two birds of prey that hunt on the ground. Okay. So they don't fly. 
Yeah. The only bird that also hunts on the ground is called a caracara. Yeah. So these guys literally, they walk around. They walk around, they walk around, they walk around, and they stomp around. (laughs) Yeah. They're just strutting around and then stomping. They have one of the strongest and fastest kicks in the animal kingdom. So they can (laughs) kick with a force that is five to six times their body weight. And it happens in 15 milliseconds that the foot can go from still to making contact with its prey's head. Holy crap. It looks like such a strange bird. Like you look at you're like, this thing couldn't hurt me. And then you see it stomp and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it looks a little like, um, not in the coloring, but like the goofiness of the bird from Up. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Seen that? Yes. Like it look it's a little like that, uh, but it has like giant wings that it holds out to the side of it to distract. It's a goofy guy. It's a really goofy looking bird, but then I guess it'll just stomp the crap out of you. I just can't imagine like it walking around and like it the videos of it are hilarious because this it literally is just walking around, just like me- meandering, minding its own business, and then you just see these legs just like stomping around. <laughs> it's like okay. It looks so silly. All right, next we have the giant palm salamander. The giant palm salamander. Yes. Okay. To grab a quick meal, salamanders, like most salamanders, but this one especially, can propel its sticky tongue forward at speeds of over 15 miles an hour. Whoa. Thanks to ballistic projection mechanisms that launch the tongue outward faster than muscle alone could. So it's not like your general tongue propulsion mechanism like you and I have, like if you stick out your tongue, like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not like the the simple thing that like you and I know. It's so not like the tongue a muscle situation. No, like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Basically, they like dislodge. We're gonna get into it. They dislodge their whole tongue. It's super okay. wild. It's like it's like when you throw, like you see somebody throw like a a life preserver with the rope, yeah. off yeah, of yeah, a yeah, boat, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just like yeah. chuck the entire thing. Uh, so the tongue reaches the prey under its own momentum. It shoots out its tongue with more instantaneous power than any known muscle in the animal kingdom. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. It can shoot out its tongue with 18,000 watts of power per kilogram of muscle. Powerful tongue. That would pack a punch. Yeah. Knock your prey out. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, they can also extend their tongue more than half the length of their body in about seven milliseconds. Seven so, milliseconds. Seven milliseconds. Yeah. So forget escaping. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Or about 50 times faster than an average eye blink. So it can throw its tongue 50 <laughs> times faster than I can blink my eye. Yes. 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 Wow. <laughs> wow is that not insane to think about like we think of a blink as being so fast yeah that's and like it can the do fast it. thing yeah it's the fast thing that's well everyone's like oh it happened in the blink of an eye yeah well this happened in the blink of a salamander tongue this ha- yeah it happened <laughs> it happened in the the launch of a salamander's tongue that's the new saying oh i if someone said that <laughs> if someone started saying that i would love them forever yeah that happened faster than a salamander can throw its tongue 
<laughs> why'd you get southern on that that was like a oh because you know it's like a southern thing it's something it's that's not, like it's hotter than two rats in a wool sock <laughs> you know <laughs> you don't know that saying i guess i've never heard that one no <laughs> I lo- that's my favorite one to say it's hotter than two rats in a wool sock <laughs> Because you know, like wool socks are hot, and then like rats are nasty. So like, like it's hot. It seems like it'd be pretty hot. Yeah, yeah, it'd be toasty in there for sure. So, oh man, wow. Who? Okay, so (laughs) back to the eyes and how fast the salamander does this thing. Yeah, Uh, yeah. how the salamander achieves its record power output is still unclear. Okay. Uh, the tongue launching system in other animals, like humans also, for example, require three components. A motor to generate energy, a spring to store the energy, and a latch to control the timing of unloading of the spring, a.k.a. your teeth. Well, and, and the and the muscle would be the motor there in that case. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, so scientists have so far only identified the motor in the salamander system. Oh. Next animal. It's called the Margay. The Margay. Yes. It is a cat. Oh. It's cute. It's got some wild tendencies, though. Oh. Most cats do, I feel like. Right, honestly. So the Margay is a small wild cat native to Central and South America. It is solitary and nocturnal. So meaning Mm. it literally doesn't want to be around anyone or anything of like it's same species. So like so. most cats. Like most cats, yeah. Yeah. It lives mainly in primary evergreen and deciduous forests. It loves trees. Okay. Loves them. Big tree guy. Uh, Yeah, big tree guy. They call it the cat that thinks it's a monkey. Nice. And it's okay. really pretty. It's real. It's a really pretty cat. Yeah, it has, it has some nice markings. It looks and like... And big eyes. Big big eyes, huge eyes, and it kind of looks like a like a cheetah or something. Yeah, like it yeah. has those same kind of markings. So mm-hmm. this cat is incredibly agile. Its ankles can turn up to 180 degrees, and it can grasp branch equally well with its fore paws and hind paws. Excuse me, what the ankles can? <laughs> what? It can rotate its feet. Literally 180 degrees. Whoa. How far can humans... Ro- I guess I've never thought about... We can only go like a quarter. Rotating my foot. We I can go like 90. We can I go 90. Can't. Dude, I don't think I can go 90. I'm trying. Ballerinas can go 90. Like people with really good ankle mobility can go about 90. I've never thought about ankle mobility, but... <laughs> Interesting. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. And if you think that is crazy, that can it turn its feet like 180 degrees, it can also jump horizontally up in the air 12 feet. It can jump 12 feet horizontally. 12 feet horizontally in the air. That's like a, a <laughs> award-winning long jumper in yes. track, or fi- track and field. Yes, literally. <laughs> wow. Literally. Yeah. It is one of two cat species with ankles flexible enough to climb... Head first down trees. Oh, the head first maneuver. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the other is the clouded leopard. Okay. It has been seen to hang from branches with only one foot. Yes. Mm. 
literally one foot. Okay. <laughs> and can run upside down beneath branches. Wow. Could you imagine? Dude, that would be scary, honestly, to see that. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That's like something out of your nightmares. Yeah, a cat running upside down upside on a branch. <laughs> Not here for it. No. So, this is where this animal gets crazy. Um, since they're great tree climbers, they often eat other mammals that live in trees, such as big-eared okay. climbing rats, squirrels, possums, small monkeys, and sloths. Uh, they also eat tree frogs, lizards, and birds. And they'll, I mean, obviously birds because they can jump 12 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can get a bird. Here's the part that's crazy about this cat. They've been observed to mimic the vocalization of monkey babies while oh, hunting. So they can make themselves sound like a monkey. Yes. And this represents the first observation of a neotropical predator employing this type of mimicry. Dude, that's crazy. They will lure in monkeys by making themselves sound like a baby monkey in distress or another animal in distress. Whoa, that's crazy. Crazy. And for our last wild animal. Yeah, I'm glad this made it on here because I, I, I forgot that I gave you that. And then, <laughs> and then when we were talking about animals, I'm like, oh, we should talk about that one again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw a reddit post again i spend a lot of time on reddit um probably in the nature is metal subreddit again i think you did that's where you sent it to me from. was that oh that's what it was okay yeah nature's metal dude it's a great subreddit um <laughs> josh the big animal guy <laughs> big animal guy uh but it was a video on something called the archer fish so um most fish that feed on insects must rely on them falling, landing, or being blown into the water, which makes sense, right? Like that's that's yeah. where the fish yeah. are. Of course. Uh, but the archer fish has an adaptation that enables it to shoot and catch the prey, which is insane. <laughs> they are known as spitting sharpshooters, able to shoot down insects <laughs> up to five feet above the water by spitting a jet of water from their mouths it's this crazy stream of water and like crazy accurate yes and it's a fish sitting in water yep so this is amazing given the index of refraction compensation necessary for accurately aiming through water and air interference I don't know how they do it. Like, like, I literally don't know how they do it. I mean, that was, yeah, that was my thought. Because, like, you know, if you have a glass of water and you stick, like, a straw yeah. in it. Yeah. The straw gets all, like, broken up in the water. The refraction is what that would also, be called. Also, do you not remember having, like, goggles on when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. And, like, looking up under the pool? Like, you couldn't see anything. You can't see anything. It looks like no. it's a mess. It's a mess. And Everything's all wibble wobbly. This thing is shooting at bugs. Not even like, I, I don't even know, bird, like a giant, you know, something big. It is shooting birds or bugs, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, That'd be metal if it was shooting. <laughs> dude, that would be really Bugs metal. or yeah. birds. <laughs> That'd be really <laughs> shooting metal. Shooting birds out of the sky. Yeah. Um, okay. So the shooting is made possible because archer fish have specially adapted mouths and eyesight. 
They have an elongated mouth that has an internal channel through which water can be forcefully pumped using powerful jaw muscles. Uh, There's a deep groove that runs along the roof of the mouth and a ridge along the top of the tongue that fits into this groove. When an archer fish shoots a jet of water, it raises its tongue against the roof of its mouth, forming a tube like the barrel of a gun. The gill covers are quickly closed, which forces water along the tube. That's insane. That's literally insane. The tip of the tongue acts like a valve at the end. Yeah, I mean, it like it basically creates a squirt gun out of its mouth and then forces air. Well, yeah, forces the water through its gills and out its yeah. mouth. Yeah, I am fish. I am squirt gun. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's basically a squirt gun and shoots water five feet. I just think it's insane. I did read this thing where it says um, it shoots the jet of water with so much force that if it hits, like, it when it hits human fa- flesh, it, like, stings a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, so then it says their eyes face forward, giving better binocular vision to judge distances accurately. So, mm-hmm. like, normal fish, they have their eyes on the sides of their head. Yeah. Um, and they can't really see in front of them. They have to like turn. But these fish have their eyes facing forward, which helps them see in front of them. So the fish can see forward. Uh, its body shape combined with dorsal fin on the back of the body allows the fish to swim very close to the surface and look upward without creating surface disturbance. It has a dorsal fin. Can we talk about that? Yeah, the dorsal fin. Has a dorsal fin. I feel that all fish predators have to have a dorsal fin, right? Duh. Except I mean, dolphins like do. Dolphins, I don't know. Yeah, dolphins yeah. are metal too, I think. But They are. The way they... I almost put them in here because oh. they're pretty wild. <laughs> Maybe we should do a dolphin podcast. I would love that. My dream when I was younger was to be a dolphin trainer. If anyone works in an aquarium and can get that Can make that happen. Me, yeah. Yeah. If anyone can help me be a dolphin trainer, I would probably do a video about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so once in range, the archer fish fires the jet of water, knocking the victim off its perch uh, and into its waiting jaws. It shoots its jet with such a force. Like, oh, this is what you said, that it, sh- oh, it yeah, yeah, stings yeah. human flesh. Um, when the fish fails to shoot down its prey, it's able to leap out of the water up to a foot and snatch the insect. So not only can it shoot an insect, <laughs> it can jump up to a foot out of water and just grab the the fly just or whatever. Just grab it. Just yank it down. Just yank it into the water. When when the squirt gun fails. <laughs> it's like, oh dang, I missed. Let me just jump out of the water and grab yeah. it real quick. Nuts. Like watching the videos of it, I like the thought I had was just like, how does something evolve to this? You know what I mean? Like, how did it get yeah. to that point? Like, it's crazy that it can do that yeah. and be so accurate too. That it can hit like bugs, little bugs, it literally can just blast them with water. Awesome, so cool. It's. I mean, it's it's one of the most gnarly on this list. Yeah. I mean, it I love the secretary is. bird. I think the secretary bird is pretty rad, but... That one was good. That was a good one. Not the centipede. That one can go kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah, the centipede <laughs> was really not it. That was no. That was pretty that was gross. too much. Yeah, it's fine. It, I mean, it was still a gnarly uh, hunter, so it fit the yeah. list. But it did. It did. It was hard to look at. Yeah. So. Well, that that's all. Yeah. We got for today. That's the. If pod. you are a fan of any of these animals or have an idea for a podcast let us know in your rating and review or a comment on instagram or not instagram youtube my bad comment on youtube um and if you leave us a rating and review if you have been here for a while let us know that you're part of the ogrt group we love our og members you guys are literally the best we couldn't do this podcast without you yeah definitely all right should we go adopt an archer fish and a uh, secretary bird i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay 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 well we're gonna fix this camera situation and then we'll be back next week (laughs) with another awesome podcast yeah i think next week's also another animal podcast oh dude we are on an animal run we are we're on a kick all right friends we'll see you next week thanks for listening bye everyone Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Are you ready? Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day is coming on October 26th. Amazon will host live hiring events in your city to showcase all the reasons why this Amazon Warehouse is the place to work. Things like competitive pay, great benefits, and so much more. Drop in for some swag, bring a friend, and you could even walk away with a job. To find an Amazon Warehouse Hiring Day event close to you, visit Amazon.com slash hiring day. That's Amazon.com slash hiring day. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.